together in a room and not kill each other. I mean, you're not going to build a society. But we do that all the time. Right. Right? We watch a movie, we watch a sporting event, we have dinner. And that's because we generally feel secure in our society and can act that way. Security is immediate. Security is personal. Security is survival. And until that need is met, other things are, are less important. But when it comes to security, Bruce says we humans, we have a problem. Because in the modern world, we are not good at estimating just how secure we should feel. Here's how Bruce explained it from the TED stage. So security is two different things, right? It's a feeling and it's a reality. And they're different. You could feel secure even if you're not, and you can be secure even if you don't feel it. And really we have two separate concepts mapped onto the same word. So if you look at security from economic terms, it's a trade-off. Every time you get some security, you're always trading off something. And whether this is a personal decision, whether you're going to install a burglar alarm in your home, or a national decision, whether you're going to invade some foreign country, you're going to trade off something, uh, either money or time, convenience, capabilities, maybe fundamental liberties. So you'd think that us, as a successful species on the planet, right, you, me, everybody, would be really good at making these trade-offs. Yet it seems again and again that we're hopelessly bad at it. Right? And I think that's a fundamentally interesting question. I'll, I'll give you the short answer. The answer is we respond to the feeling of security and not the reality. We estimate the probability of something by how easy it is to bring instances of it to mind. So you can imagine how that works. If you hear a lot about tiger attacks, there must be a lot of tigers around. You don't hear about lion attacks, there aren't a lot of lions around. This works until you invent newspapers. Because what newspapers do is they repeat again and again rare risks. And I tell people, if it's in the news, don't worry about it. Because by definition, news is something that almost never happens. Right? When something is so common, it's no longer news. Right? Car crashes, domestic violence, those are the risks you worry about. Okay, you're talking about, about rationality, responding to risks in a reasonable way. I mean, I get that. But, but like once I had children, right, there was this feeling that would come over me. It still does pretty much every day, which is, are they okay? I mean, is everything okay? And, and I get that that's irrational. It is. And, and, and they are always okay. It's kind of neat. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that if something happened, it's, it's, I think it's like the fear of the possibility of something possibly happening that could possibly go wrong that could be... It's, it's worst case thinking. Yeah. I mean, worst case thinking is, I think, incredibly dangerous, incredibly damaging. But, you know, we are creative people. You know, when you ask us the worst case, we can come up with all kinds of great yes. stories. And, you know, all the things we watch, the movies, the TV shows, they tend to be about worst case stuff. You know, we sort of like watching other people's disasters. I mean, we would want it to become okay in the end. But, you know, we don't tend to watch people's normal days where nothing happens. We watch the extremes, and then, you know, we think extremes are more normal. But there are people who spend a good part of their lives in these extreme, insecure situations, places like war zones or, you know, places where people are competing for resources, and that becomes normal to them. So, I mean, can people survive and thrive in a situation that is fundamentally insecure? 
you know, people can thrive to the extent they can, but you will generally find smaller communities. You'll find shorter range plans. You'll find less complex systems of everything because that's all you can do. You're not going to worry about whether you're happy or not if you're constantly under the threat of attack. That until you're secure, happiness or not isn't really relevant to you. So let me complicate things, right? I have feeling and reality. I want to add a third element. I want to add model, right? So feeling is based on our intuition. Model is based on reason. In a modern and complex world, you need models to understand a lot of the risks we face. You know, there's no feeling about germs. You need a model to understand them. Uh, models can come from the media, from our elected officials. Think of, uh, of models of terrorism, uh, child kidnapping, uh, airline safety. Right, so models can change. Right? Models are not static. An example, a great example is the risk of smoking. In the history of the past,